he'll make it all right. Whatever you want. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving. Uh, through our app and um, if you can't make it to service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give the website and on our app uh, Givelify shall we pray oh gracious father in heaven we come thanking you for uh, your blessings and your favor your grace and mercy we ask that, you, Lord, that you bless those under the sound of my voice. Uh, we don't know what anyone's going through, Lord, but we know you do, and you have it already worked out for our good and your glory. Bless us now, Lord, and bless this weak, feeble servant that I am, Lord, this feeble body, Lord, that only you can give strength and you can give power to. We ask you to bless and fall afresh on us. Bless your word, Lord, now let the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Again, in the book of Acts this week, tiptoeing along, Acts chapter 5, where we'll begin is verse 12. I'll be reading the CSB translation. We ask that you follow along with whatever translation you have. Series title again is Get Your Axed Together. Get Your Axed Together. The series began last Sunday. Chapter 5, verse number 12 uh, reads this. Dr. Luke writes, Many signs and wonders were being done among the people through the hands of the apostles. and They were all together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared to join them, but the people spoke well of them believers were added to the lord in increasing numbers multitudes of both men and women as a result they would carry the sick out into the streets and lay them on cots and mats so that when peter came by at least his shadow might fall on some of them in addition a multitude came together from the town surrounding jerusalem bringing the sick and those who were tormented by unclean spirits and they were all healed then the high priest rose up, he and all who were with him, who belonged to the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. So they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail during the night, brought them out and said, Go and stand in the temple and tell the people all about this life. Verse 21, and hearing this, they entered the temple at daybreak and began to teach. Go and stand 
in the temple and tell people all about this life. I just want to uh, tag this text for this morning. Uh, I'm all about that life. I'm all about that life. Uh, that text uh, gives credence to the power of the Holy Spirit working through the church. And uh, Peter being obedient to the Spirit uh, is doing what most of us need to do today. Uh, be obedient to the Spirit. In my almost 50 years of living, I have viewed and reviewed many of the theatrical experience or in this regular vernacular, a movie. And I have come to the conclusion that the sequels are always the best movies made. The second one, I thought Superman 2 was better than 1. I thought Empire, The Empire Strikes Back was superior to the to Star Wars. I thought Coming to America 2 was a little more entertaining than the first. And what makes these cinema theatrics so much better is the fact that the characters are typically more developed and nuanced. One such franchise, Star Trek, and then Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, is another example of the sequel being better. And in it, towards the end, Mr. Spock is sacrificing his life in the engine room for the lives of everyone on board the ship. And when Captain Kirk finally gets down to the engine room and asks him why he did what he did, Spock looks up and the camera zoomed in and he said the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. He believed in Captain Kirk so much that he was willing to do what was necessary to preserve the life and lives of those on board at the sacrifice of his own. In the book of the Acts of the Apostles, we see the apostles believing in the cause, the movement so much that they were willing to go over and beyond the safety and comfort of their own lives for the sake of the life. And brothers and sisters, my beloved, the first century church should not be the only entity that has a mindset to follow Jesus no matter what it may deal us. There should be an all or nothing attitude when it comes to living a life for Jesus. We should be dependent on his power, longing for his direction and growing deeper in his word, can he trust us with the storms and the rains and pain of life that we will adequately seek him in our trials? Are you going through something that is taking you up and down and all around? God may be using your circumstances to bring you closer to that life. What happened to the apostles in the text? was that since they were about that life, they were about that life, they received power because the church was functioning at a high powerful level and the Holy Spirit was in charge. Look, 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 look at the text. Look at the text. First, we look at 
of believers increase in verse 12. Many signs and wonder was done through the people, through the hands of the apostles. No one else dared but join them, but the people spoke well of them. Verse 14, believers were added to the Lord in increasing. No, believers increased because they acted upon what they were told by the apostles and the apostles believed what they were telling so much that other folk were convinced that there had to be a better life than the life they were in. The spirit of the Lord kept moving with power. So that's what we have to have. We have to have a uh, belief that everything that we have read, that we have seen with our own eye, we have experienced, we, 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 we come to this point in our life that we got to believe that everything that we've been told about that life is true. Yes, brothers and sisters, uh, if you go remember the first part of this chapter, Ananias and Sapphira, God had to infuse discipline into the church in order for the church to understand that holiness would be the prevailing um, uh, chapter in, in his church. This would be the prevailing uh, action that discipline must be mixed in with love. And because he loves us, he chastened us and he could not allow, as I told you last week, something as a lie and hypocrisy to come into the church at the very beginning because you set things up on the wrong pretense from the get go. <laughs> yeah, so he had to get that exercise that out. He had to make an example that he was going to be taken for real, serious. And that's what we all got to remind ourselves that we got to be serious about the Lord in our daily life. We have to be serious about what we do, how we act, what we say, how we treat one another. We got to be serious, so serious about God that we are willing to make sure that we follow him, no matter what others may say what others may do. Growth follows discipline. Yes, yes, brothers and sisters, there must be some discipline uh, in our growth, and growth uh, normally follows discipline, because once you've learned and you've grown, you, you learn how to do it. You learn how to to keep commands, you learn how to be a better follower. When you are growing through your discipline. And then tribulations follows growth sometimes because in order to keep going, you got to keep going through some things and we got to keep going through some things and we got to keep going through some things because in order to grow, to get closer to the Lord, he has to put some things in our lives, some trials and tribulations. And you got to understand that God allows what he wants to. <laughs> He's in control. Uh, we just have to use it for our growth exponential and not for a we, myself, and our pity party. <laughs> 
See, that, that doesn't bring people to church. That doesn't bring people to an understanding or a fellowship in Jesus when they see us marauding around uh, discontented, disgusted, and busted in our attitudes because we're going through. What brings folk in is that they can see us going through, but yet we keep on smiling and singing and having a good time in the Lord because we already know we got the victory in whatever we're facing. That's why you look at the text. The Bible says that folks stayed away because they, if they were not serious about it, they stayed away. The church was in good reputation, was respected. <laughs> respected the apostles. Realizing that they were engaged in serious business. <laughs> we got to take this kingdom. See, the problem with some of us Christians, quote, quote, unquote, was that we don't take being saved serious. We think of it as being a nuanced uh, passing fade, a fad that will fade away with time. No, this Christian journey is a lifetime commitment. That's why the title says, I'm about this life. I'm about that life. Yeah, you got to make sure that you are serious about what you got to do and who you're dealing with. Yeah, the Bible, Bible made it plain, makes it plainly clear that we must be serious about what we are doing for Jesus Christ. We need to make sure that we are, we are, we are um, doing what God wants commanded us, commanded us to do through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit was doing. That's why they said the movement of the Holy Spirit empowered the witness of the church, causing all people to hold them in high esteem and drawing men into faith in Christ. And the Holy Spirit works in tandem with our following direction of the Lord. Because whatever we face, whatever God commands us, the Holy Spirit helps to give us a gospel and spiritual unction. To move in that direction. See, people need to believe that we believe what we say we believe. <laughs> so the believers in Christ. That's how you get more folk to be excited about what you're doing. That's how you get more folk to be excited about the way you living. Because you are excited about what you're doing. And it catches on. Becomes contagious. Excitement becomes contagious. Because you're excited about following Jesus. And everybody around will see that. And they want to know what's that in you that's causing you to be so happy? What's that in you that's causing you uh, to go around feeling so on a life high? <laughs> you know, even while the world is going through such, you got burning on one coast and flooding on another and Got hurricanes and tornadoes and everything, but what's causing you to be still so happy in the midst of the storm? Then, then number two, faith increase. Verse 15, 16, as a result, they would carry the sick out into the streets and lay them on cots and mats so that when Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. In addition, a multitude came together from the towns surrounding Jerusalem. 
bringing the sick and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. Oh, brothers and sisters, there's an increase in your faith. When you start believing it, and then you start receiving that faith that comes with the belief that it's going to happen. And they, as they, the text, Dr. Luke writes the example of they laid out cots just to wait on Peter to walk by. Because they had seen enough and believed enough. They had faith that whatever, it's almost comparative to the touching of the woman with the issue of blood with the garment of Jesus, the hem of his garment. Because God can use whatever and whomever he wants to, to do what he got to do. And this since, this instance, Peter, used to bring deliverance of healing to those who had faith. Peter is bringing through the promise of Jesus that he had told his disciples that they would be able to do miraculous works like him. And they did it with gusto. They did it with fervor. And I just ask a few of us today, do we do anything for Jesus with gusto? Do we do anything for Jesus with a fire in our belly? That when no matter what we face, we're going to keep on doing it because he has commanded us and promised us that we would succeed in no matter what we are doing. See, the enemy tries to get us to not walk in our victory. He tries to take us from where we are uh, in our present condition and make that the end result, like you're not going to make it, like you can't get through it, like you can't achieve success in Christ, and that's his job. You can always say the enemy is always on his job. Are we on our job? Lifting up the name of Jesus, even in the midst of uh, uncomfortable position. The enemy don't want us to take Jesus serious. Every time we get down or we get around something that's uh, uh, defeatist, he wants to deceive us to believe in that he still has a chance in our life. <laughs> that's when he puts those little eggs, the little shells of, of doubt, puts those little minds of depression and that's when he said he, he think he can still win because we're going through something. He want to use that as uh, something to motivate us to do something against the word of God. Well, my brothers and sisters, if you increase in faith, the faith the size of the Bible, so the faith the size of a mustard seed, if that's all you got, that's all God needs. <laughs> this early church had received um, the dealing of the church through God by taking it serious by God's example of Ananias and Sapphira. So they understood that we supposed to worship him with reverence and respect because he is holy and set apart. Church understood that even now we should have an example of the work of the Lord in our life. So you are you're walking testimony. You, you're walking and talking because of the power of the Holy Spirit. That old enemy tried, that old snaggletooth conniving enemy 
trying to take your mind and take your victory out your mind by telling, reminding you of who you used to be and what you used to do and who you used to do it with and where you used to go with whoever it was. He wants to distract us. <laughs> distract us out of living for Jesus. We live our faith in front of the world. We say we believe in Jesus Christ. We got to act like it. We say we believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We got to put our faith to the test. Make sure that we're adhering to everything the Bible says uh, about Jesus. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, there is a lesson in here today. Because thirdly, there is a power increase. Verse 17, then the high priest rose up. He and all who were with him, who belonged to the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. So they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. Verse 19, very important, but an angel of the Lord. Open the doors of the jail during the night, brought them out, and said, Go stand in the temple and tell the people all about this life. <laughs> and they went to the church house <laughs> and started preaching. So let that be a reminder for us. <laughs> That no matter what we may face, that the Lord will, like the apostles, open up the doors. The Lord will make a way somehow. But unfortunately, when the Lord starts working, the enemy starts working too. Because the Jewish leaders care nothing for God's glory, but were looking for their own glory. So again, through the apostles in jail. But a locked cell cannot stop the supernatural, because an angel of the Lord opened the doors and set the apostles to stand in the temple and preach. And they told them to preach about that life. The enemy still trying to silence the church. But life we live for is far greater than whatever the enemy can throw at us. This is the life that Peter spoke about when he healed the lame man at the temple. This is the life Peter spoke about when he preached on the day of Pentecost. This is the life that Paul wrote about when he wrote that we are new creatures in that life. This is the life that the prophets foretold of a deliverer to come and save the world. And if you know you are about that life, if you know 
You can do all things in that life. Do you know him? Have you tried him? Do you know his name? His name is Jesus. And he even told us that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. So church, are you about that life? Church, do you live that life? The excitement must begin with us. The revival must begin in us. Jesus still lives. And we got to tell the dying world that Jesus lives. Have you tried him? Do you know him? And even though your mind may be struggling, Jesus can fix that for you. Your heart may be broken. Jesus can fix that for you. Don't let nobody take your joy from you. Put your hand in his hand and watch him work it out. Yes, he will. Won't he do if you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, get saved, allow him to come into your life, Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you. And be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God. And we will trust Him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life. And you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word. And staying true. And standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.